I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. One, two, clean. Wait, wasn't it? Shit happens when it's a comeback. Well, that was the closing. Welcome to Crying Public. No? I was just welcome to Crying Public. Is it? Welcome yeah. to. And? Who wants to do it? You can do it. I did the angel for the last. No, I did the closing. Okay. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Crying Hello. Public. Great. Mini episode. Oh, I'm probably still on my own. Sorry. <laughs> I definitely did not cheat. So today, we're being super uber professional. As you can see by. Her blazer and my binded in five seconds. <laughs> and our makeup, we're very professional. We're 30 years old. Mm-hmm. So today we wanted to change this up a little and give advice on internships, careers, all of that good stuff, especially while in college or in your 20s and especially in New York City. Yeah. Advice, story time, horror stories, tips, tips and, and tricks. tricks. Same person and it's kind of scary. Ooh. That was so weird. I know it keeps happening more and more often, and we're it happened three to times today. We actually was keeping it physically three times, three times. But it was that weird. It's just like there was no reason. 
there was no reason for us to say tips and tricks at the same time. Or to say it all, because we said 15 adjectives. <laughs> or, what's that word that means similar? Synonyms. Yes, and then each other. Um, also, this weird thing keeps happening. We're like, we'll do gestures, yeah. like at dinner. Like, yesterday, Sarah was just like, oh, I'm so sad. And for some reason, for the last 24 hours straight, we've been doing this to describe everything. But at the and, same time, just there. Yeah. I don't know why, but it's catching on. It's like this, it's this. Um, what else? There's also, yeah, a random or, point that like, Sydney did like this, and I, I thought it was cute because she went like, like pyong pyong, like a little like e girl, like pyong pyong. That's how she sneezes. Pyong pyong pyong. I know you were gonna take it there. Exactly. So we're gonna start with finding your internship or like a potential internship or like your field of study. Then we're gonna go into interviews. Then we're gonna go into like perks of the job and like what our interviews are and like what our field of study are and like specifics there. Then we're gonna tell you. All of the goods, all of the icky, icky details is gonna be fun. So this whole like multiple part series also. There's so much yeah. to get into. Like how we it, fit it into 25 minutes is the question. Will we change about it? So yeah. This is our tips and tricks first yeah. episode, season, part, whatever. Anyway, so um, do you want me to go first? You want to start first? You can go first. Okay. So a lot of people start their internship experience in high school. However, however, however. I am from Jacksonville, Florida, which is like the biggest small city ever. And for me, finding internships and things that I was interested in just like was not necessarily available to me because I was either like I had to be a college student or it didn't line with my values, etc. Or you had to have past experience. Exactly. They require four years. I'm like, I'm in high school. Four years experience of what? Learning how to read and write. So learning geometry and like how to geometry. solve a triangle and this algebra. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Ew. Like literally rudimentary, rudimentary. I love that. Word. Well, that's, that's like a square plus b square equals b The that, <laughs> yes. Um, I'm gonna say the plus. Um, there's, Wait, there's, it a, it's, oh. there's a word for that. Slope? No, slope is x equals oh, y plus b. I don't know. No, I y just called x it. Plus b. Yes. What's the a square plus b? Square? Whatever. We're not mathing. Okay, as you can probably tell. Yeah. Ew. So I didn't. I didn't do internship in high school. What I did do, however, um through my school I was selected for a couple and then applied for a couple and then chosen for um, societies in the south which I don't know if it's like everywhere but um, one societies. was mm -hmm. interesting what are yeah. societies so one was called Joburg Society and you're separating two groups science or humanities I was obviously humanities you can tell by my math skills and we talked to like different um, experts in the humanities fields every week and then did like activities on it and whatever. It was like super selective and I was like, wow, I got it. And then I also did my junior senior year, Youth Leadership Jacksonville. And I don't really remember what we did because it was a blur. But I think that we met with like career heads from like Ooh. around and like alumni like made it big in their fields cool. and then like did other stuff. I did this, I wore this t-shirt, it's all I remember. So that was something. But those also really helped me to prepare like my resume experiences like build a network sign i love networking in the sense that i like talking to a lot of people but it's hard to get your foot in the door especially as like a high schooler so for me that was my way of like meeting people in fields i was interested in hearing their experiences and then deciding what i wanted to do so in terms of like before college pre-college high school how did your like career interests fields start i so i i grew up in the northeast and she grew up in both Jacksonville and LA. 
in the Northeast, you have an internship by the time you're three. Just kidding, that's not true. Yeah, uh, I felt I felt like uh, behind the game. Like I felt just totally like like behind everybody else because all these people, like all my friends, were getting into Harvard and like Columbia, and I was like, I want to go to Penn State. But before I got into NYU or like even thought that it was a possibility, I was interning at a theater company. Solely because every other serious intern spot did exactly what Cindy said. You know what I mean? Like they required experience, required you to be a certain level in college. And I was like, well, I'm neither of those things. But what I am is proactive and a little bitch. So I will be extraordinarily <laughs> persistent until you agree or else I'll scream and cry at your feet. You know what I mean? Like I'll grovel and I'll, I won't leave you alone. So I did that to like one of my past theater directors and so she ended up hiring me for a summer to do um, PR for the event. Like it was very like event specific public relations. So I did that for about a few months. It was really great, met a lot of new friends. And then in college was the advancement of my career. And that's I think the, like, the moment that I knew that I didn't want to do musical theater anymore. Cause I was theater. a theater kid. Yeah, she was in dance theater and cheerleading. Yeah. She was one of those cheerleader goyles. And I was, um, not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so after high school, college, level up. All of us, we're in silence. Um, we were not on the same wavelength there. I just get your boob. I liked it. I'm not wearing lipstick. Wow, it's very weird. Wow, chat. Um, anyway. Um, so entering college, I, so going to NYU, one of the main reasons why I chose it was because I had a lot of things I was interested in doing in a career or studying and I couldn't decide what I wanted to do. And New York is the center of almost every career. Like, yeah, you, no matter what you want to do, there's something you can do in New York. So for me, that was like one of the pushing factors of like why I wanted to go to NYU. And my freshman year, I was like, most people start applying for internships sophomore, junior year. And I was like, okay. My freshman year, I'm focusing solely on my studies and getting acclimated into being in New York because coming from the South, a city where like my parents drove me everywhere and then I drove everywhere and like it was very like guarded, secluded, etc. Being in a place on my own for the first time, I was like, I'm not going to jump into putting too much on my plate. I want to learn to navigate the city, learn to be acclimated in my like surroundings, meet friends, meet connections, and also decide what I want to do with my career. And um, so first year I focused solely on my studies, grades, etc. So that when I did apply internships, I had a solid foundation. That was like the big thing for me. And as you probably know, or don't know because you don't care, Sarah, Sarah, you're Sarah. Sarah and I, I'm gonna call you Sydney. I'm Sydney. Sarah and I are in the same major and we are obsessed with it. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna speak for you and that we're in your Well, no, we are. We've had this discussion on multiple occasions. Our major, a lot of people drop out of, which is weird because I think a lot of people like find that they want to do English or like yeah. pre med or something. And I'm like, why? Because I think like our major specifically in NYU lets you do like 80 things at once, which is what I, I like the open ended question. You know what I mean? Like, I like to kind of just pick. And disregard my future. Yeah. <laughs> so, so our major, as we probably just said that. Yeah. Ooh, that's my necklace is in front. Is media, culture, and communications. And one reason why I love it is because you choose to like what do they call it? Fields or like tracks of study, areas of study, mm -hmm. to focus on while you're in the program. And it could be like visual culture, television, technology, entertainment, politics, etc. And basically just how the media world fits into those majors. And like media is one of the biggest things that guides our society at this point. So for me it was like, I'm interested in entertainment, 
and film and writing and, and po 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 politics. And so for me, it was like, that's perfect. Cause like it's teaching me how to speak, how to persuade, how to understand the way that society understands things. So Sarah and I literally are in the same areas of study. We're both in politics and entertainment. And all the same classes. It'd be fucking the same thing. But the classes are incredible. But anyway, they also have really good internships just because it like covers so much. And so like for me, having two areas of study, I, just feel, I try to figure out like, do I want to do entertainment? Do I want to do politics? I do not know. And I had a minor in poli size. So I was like, how does this fit into my life? So freshman summer, I did my first internship. And for me, a very big thing was I didn't want to rely on family connections, which obviously helps so people get their foot into the door. But for me, it was like, I want to get something on my own merit. Not that it's bad that you get help. Everyone should get help. It puts your foot in the door. But I wanted to get on my own merit so I could tell truly if I liked what I wanted to do, if I liked the field, so I wouldn't ever have to be like, did they treat me nice or give me extra work because my family or because they know my dad or my mom or whatever. So um, I just cold apply to literally 500 million um, PR marketing agencies slash firms on LinkedIn because you know how LinkedIn be the connection of the business world. And hiring a freshman with no experience is kind of like, yikes. I, was, yeah. I didn't expect to get paid. Everyone wants usually like juniors or seniors and even then if you get paid. They will not pay you usually. Yeah, yeah. Especially in like media, politics, entertainment. They're notorious for not paying their interns just because like it's some people want to get into that field but they're like why would we pay you especially with no experience yeah and like while the i did a pr for a music company and i ended up um getting one for this gigantic music firm that i was obsessed with but they didn't let me know until after i already accepted another one so i was like you know what it's just meant to be whatever i loved the people i worked with i had friends from nyu that i met through that internship but for me like it was fun and like the interview process was great because it was very like job specific. It was like, this is one of the artists we have on our label. Uh, do you know anything about them? How would you create a like new idea for them? Like just on the spot, like here and there. And like for me, it was just, it was creative. It was fun. Like I didn't have to prepare for it in the sense that like, it was all just things that I had to like feel, understand or know about just like how I perceive music or whatever. So that was like fun. But the issue itself, people were great, the vibe was great, the office was great, but like I just didn't find passion in it in the way that I wanted to in a career. So while it helped me get my foot in the door and learn so many like basic intern duties of like copying, scanning, which I still cannot do. I don't know how <laughs> it's every time I learn it, it's a new machine and I'm yeah. like, okay, babe, we just we just learned the old one. Yeah, because then yeah, you just get used to it and then you're like does this green button mean go or I, stop? Yeah. Yeah. So for that, it was cool. And they gave me a birthday surprise and that was really sweet. Uh, but besides that, I loved it, but I just helped me figure out that that side of PR marketing just like wasn't for me. And so for me, that was it's actually beneficial. Like I loved it. I didn't get paid, so it didn't really matter. But yeah, so what was your first like interning experience as a college student? My first internship experience as a college student was also freshman year in probably the worst time of my life because I had just suffered a immense breakup. So I'm already a mess. And this internship is very unique and also the sense that it was also with another musical theater camp company. So it was an event-based internship. So I was doing PR, advertising, and marketing, and branding all in one weekend for this one event. So it was the most hellish three days of my life. And it's not even like, 
I would say the name of the company because it's a theater camp, so I would encourage like your kids to go there, or if you're in your high school or like middle school, I would encourage you to go there, but I'm not going to just because simply I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea. I went there post breakup and with this rash like on the back of my throat, and I don't know what I don't it was. You were explaining, but I wasn't explaining the word rash. <laughs> no, like it was a um, it was so weird. It wasn't strep. It wasn't an STD because yes, I got tested. It was a red rash that traveled all the way down my throat for yeah, no reason. Yeah, inside. Oh, so I was like, why would it be on that? Okay, no, the it. inside. It was on the roof of my mouth. Everything that I ate, like I could barely eat. I was on a liquid diet for weeks. It was insane. So this weekend was kind of me like getting used to all of that. And like the first really, really bad kind of few days of all of those situations. Like it was literally the day after my breakup when I started. So not only was I trying to process all of these feelings or whatever, but then during that weekend, I also realized that I did not want to be involved in the musical theater industry slash Broadway industry whatsoever. Um, and not because of the people, not really because of like the situation, just because I realized that like, that's just a chapter of my life that I want closed. Um, so I think the only, like the, the, the kind of message of the situation is try everything and start early because the sooner you figure out what you don't like, the sooner you can get to the things that you do like and that keep you motivated and want to get out of bed every day. Aww. So, <laughs> wow, that was super cute. So what was your, what are like, because um, I don't know, did you interview for that first internship? Yes. I remember I was like, How did your internship, I mean your interview go? I was like, mommy, outfit. I literally went, so this, this job had a um, color scheme. And it was black, Excuse white, me? navy, and olive green. Well, the only clothes you could wear. I only Why black olive green? green? Why? I think I bought a suit from VaynerPublic, got fitted and everything. I walk in, everyone's wearing jeans and t-shirts. And I was like, oh. Like, it was cool because like, a lot of my job was like going to grab like Chanel and Louis Vuitton and like literally like talking to the clients. And I thought it was so cool and so sick because mm -hmm. it was just fun. Um, and I worked in Fight Eye, and I was on the water, and I was like, I saw her old building. We pass a lot when we go to Stone Street, and her building was really it's nice. Beautiful. It's really cool. It's like all glass and shit. And my little doorman, I was like, hey, hey, baby. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, exactly. And it was like the worst summer of my life. So having something to keep me busy was super nice because I was literally off the rocks. So I'm like, basically was not there. So clearly we had great first yeah, great experiences. experiences. <laughs> Yours is going to suck in conclusion. But I think one good thing about that experience as well as like my first two years of college was that I really learned my strong suits because I knew in high school that I was very analytical. I was very, I was very, very, very into writing. I originally entered NYU as a um, dramatic writing student. I'm not in that now, as you can tell, but I realized that like creativity and writing were my strong suits and like my first few years of college, I really built upon that through my classes and through that one experience of like Cold emailing. Um, and cold also, like, emailing. What a good skill, like dude. Pitching yourself. Pitching yourself. And cold emailing and cold calling. That's hard. I want you to t talk about the internship you have now oh, yeah, and how you got that because that's kind of iconic. Okay. It's like the first there. person you call. But first, what I want to do is a new segment that it will only be present in this episode. And it's called We're each going to give our three best interview tips, specifically for interning in like late high school or college. And then we're gonna give like a little personal segment with each of those tips, just like what we did. We're doing that right now. Yeah, we should. Should we? Okay. You wanna like go back and forth? Yeah. I'm gonna tell like stories with it, I'm just saying them. Not even like stories, just like a quick example, maybe. Okay. If it's relevant. Yeah. 
one recognize your strong seats that sounds so obvious but like if you were to put your strengths in the most simplest of terms what are your top three traits in which ways does that apply to your job and how you can help that company grow from bbc radio 4 britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip i thought in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board this is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare at&t connects an ode to podcasts connect the alarm change the podcast you stream Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories change your perspective connecting changes everything at&t right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee visit rightrug.com that's r-i-t-e-r-u-g.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. I think that's really good because not only can you use that in the, like this flows so seamlessly into my tip because not only can you use that in order to grow your own self-confidence and realize that it's not just like a one-way interview, it's a two-way interview because you're also interviewing the company. it also can help you answer the question when they ask you the inevitable question, why do you want to work for us? Or like, what makes you the person for the job? So my thing, my number one tip is just always have that answer ready because I feel like that's the, that's the question that everyone neglects because they're scared to do the research. But doing research and like finding out, like, like coordinating what you know and like your strong suits with the company is like the number one thing that they're going to look for. And I, I think it's very impressive when you have an answer ready and it's very clear, concise, and strong. You stole mine. Mine was always do your research. Always like it's this flows all seamlessly because that just exactly not only like when you go to the interview, but in your cover letter, mm-hmm. make sure that you're very specific about what about that country, country, company. <laughs> what about that specific nation? Yeah. That you like what about their values, their work, their goals? Do not only do you align with boss you can contribute to. And like I always make sure to have very specific examples of how I agree with something or how I feel that I could contribute to something, etc. But also that when you go into the interview, it's not just me, 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 me. 
it's I feel that I do have this strong suit and because your company has this value or this vision I feel that my strong suit in alignment with this is very um, beneficial to you hiring me for this position so I think always know about the company know about their values and if you're working for something that's like finance or law or anything like that like looking into the recent work recent projects etc and just knowing something about it is always going to help you and again it flows just so seamlessly is uh, like be a hype beast for yourself but be very as specific as possible and so this number two tip for me is give examples because if they ask you like why are you the best person for the job and especially the question that i get asked a lot is like, what challenges have you faced or have you overcome that you think like makes you the person for this or like that you think increases your credibility i think like have an answer for that question as well like have like three probably like main examples yeah like, yeah a three-pronged Wrong. example chart of, in your brain of like what challenges that you faced in your past internships and I know like questions like that are hard to think about in theory because you're thinking too broad but think about like specifically with your own experience uh, my job yeah bam um this is our last tip yeah each right yeah okay um the inevitable question every interview I've been in in the last question is what what questions do you have for us? Yeah. And I cannot tell you the worst thing you could say is I think I'm good. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you have questions or not, I don't care if you're curious or not, or if you like oh always I always have one typed with me, a prepare list of questions. Even if it's like what do you think that you're looking for in a candidate that I'm missing? What do you think about your company is the strongest value and since um, in the sense of how it benefits your employees. Just having very specific questions that they can ask them that makes them think and because you're interested in having a position or being part of the company. So I think always come prepared is like the overarching theme of these tips and tricks, but also just have a list of things that you want to know about the company or just even if you don't really care or you just don't know, make sure you have them prepared so you seem like you've done your work, you're interested and you actually really want to put the effort forward to have that job. That's a great tip. Because I hear a lot like, I'm, I'm fine, you know, like, I'm good. And then I'm like, what? So they're kind of just like, okay. Yeah. Like, don't, make it all, don't make it all about you is what I have mm -hmm. to say. They want to see how you fix the company, not just how me, 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 me. They it also shows that you care when you ask questions about the company. It shows that you care and that you're actually seriously considering working there, you know what I mean? Um, so I guess my last tip is going to be just, remind, I touched on this earlier, but I didn't really, like, hone in on it, is, like, Remember that it's a two-way interview. It's not like you're getting, and this always helps me, especially like with nerves and anxiety and stress and like the shakes and the sweats, like going into an interview. Um, it helps me like be more clear, more concise, more like, I don't know, specific with my wording and more confident about myself is the fact that I'm interviewing this company as much as, the, or like I'm interviewing this specific person as much as they're interviewing me. So that goes along with what Sanitja said with like asking questions. It's like, no, like this is your time shine. Like you get to ask the questions now because you have to have enough confidence in yourself to know that like they'd be lucky to have you. So ask questions, be like, what what is your favorite part about the company that you think all of the employees love and like you think is like the best part about working here? Like stuff like that, you know? Just based off of interviewing. So I would say also do research into the company's culture before you sign up. Yeah. Because like I've had, three, so I've had an internship ever since that freshman internship. I've had one every semester since. And they've all been very different like sectors very different culture, different vibes. Like the first one was PR and music, and it was like t-shirts, fashion, jeans, everything, dark clothes, like what you wore as a reflection of your interests and your style, your swagger, whatever. So like for me, that was very like, oh, I'm like fashionable. 
My second one was with Hillary Clinton. With that one, it's very professional. Very like, you are not here to like a fashionista. You're here to like help for the work of someone who has spent their whole life dedicated to like public service. It's like deliverables, deliverables, deliverables. Yeah. Like we want to see. Progress. It was clean cut suit. That is it. Now I work at a law firm. Um, and luckily like the partners that I work with are like very, very chill. Like going in, I was like conservative stuffy is the outfit I need to wear. Um, I'm a green bladed type of girl. So, um, luckily they're very chill. Like they wear jeans in the office, unless it's like a deposition or like you're in court. So I do dress up every day just because I feel boss. I feel empowered when I do wear stuff like that. But I think just like understanding the, the vibe and culture of the company before you go in so you know how you fit in, you don't stand out in a bad way. Also, they feel comfortable and empowered in the work that you're gonna do. Just wrapping up our- Shut up. <laughs> our thing on interviews. I think um, the best tip, it's not the best tip I can give, but it's an important tip. Yeah. Girly. Go go to Staples. Go to Office Depot. Go through the September, because it's like the back to school sale, like the one cent sale, and get yourself a very nice folder. Like, I have a blue velvet one. I have a black nice. velvet. Black velvet. I love that song. Um, <laughs> get yourself like a nice notebook. and. At any given, I update, I update my resume seasonally. So like every four months, quarter of the year, update my resume and print it on nice paper, have an example color cover letter done for like whatever subject you're applying to. So if it's law, have one for law. If it's for politics, one for politics, entertainment, one for entertainment. Have a copy of all those in there and a copy of questions. Keep it in there at all times to have it with you to be prepared. Because if you come in looking like you know what you're, going, know what you're doing and you're prepared, they're gonna see you as organized, prepared, and see those values in you without you having to ask you for them. So I think just always be on your A game and be confident. Cause like it's very nerve wracking, obviously, cause they're like, are you qualified for this? And it sucks to get rejected. Obviously I've been rejected from jobs before. I mean, replied to before with some people. Yeah, I've been ghosted. Yeah, I've been ghosted by your class. Ghost, literally ghosted. That Sydney got into about podcasting <laughs> that's Oh yeah, I, I feel you on that. Um, yeah, I think just be confident in yourself and know that like this 10 minutes of courage could help you for a lifetime of careers. So do it, do it. Yeah, and I think, Sydney, you know, I, yeah, I need a cough drop, apparently. Sydney has it down pat. Because I think it all, I don't know what just happened. Down pat. I think it all starts with confidence in yourself. Like, give yourself a nice slap on the ass because you deserve it. And just, like, I think understand your qualifications is, like, the major part of it. Like, know that as long as you go in with the mindset that they'd be lucky to have you and that it's their loss if they don't. But like, it's easy to just be like, yeah, I think that. But like actually absorb it, meditate with it, think about it. Let it let it preheat and then let it go big and then put it back into marinate and then let it get all the juices flowing. So I heard she just said, <laughs> um, I think find your niche. I don't even know what niche means, but I like using it. What is this? Find your niche. Find your niche. Love yourself. I think find that one thing that makes you want to wake up in the morning. Yeah. That one thing that makes you passionate, that gives you drive. Even if it's not like science. Like for me, mine is writing, mine is creativity. And that manifests itself in a lot of different ways. But I know those are my strong suits. So no matter what area of business I am trying to apply myself to, uh, they will help me in any way and I will always use those two qualities as a way to explain as how I'm qualified and how I'm being beneficial to that company. So I think find the two things, three things, one thing that you know you can excel at, that you're passionate about, that you'll work on and continue to work on, find it and exploit it. And for lack of better words.
marinate, like you said, marinate, bake, preheat it, preheat, serve. It, serve on, serve, serve, serve on a silver platter. And then put it back in the fridge, put it back in the freezer, let it sit for 20 more minutes, and then serve it again the next day. Whenever she just <laughs> invite friends over, so you can close it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Whatever we just talked about for last time. I don't know what just happened. We're doing a, we're doing multiple parts mm -hmm. to this series. Just like building your career, building you, loving you, loving your. Career. I like how at the beginning of this episode we were like we're gonna fit this in in 25 minutes, and then yeah, it's 30 minutes, yeah. and we're like now. Um, multiple multiple episodes. Yeah. So you should watch the rest. of That's just something we just decided. Yeah. Right now. So watch the rest of them. It's worth it. And guys, <laughs> no, don't do it. Okay, wait. One more thing. Okay. I think that's one thing that we're really hoping to like build upon and prime in public is like just showing you all the facets of a successful, successful person, a woman. Yeah. So we're gonna like very expand upon this. You can want to be empowered in different aspects of your life, whether it be in dating, relationships, sex, your career. Yeah. You shouldn't be, or what she just said. Girl, we're trying to get very different jobs right now. Um, whatever yeah. <laughs> you find your niche and passion and happiness in. And it shouldn't just be one thing. Do whatever you want it to be. And that's on what? Crying in public. Columbia, when you look at her application, remember this moment. Yeah, remember that was Sarah Hodgson talking. Harvard, you want this girl? Okay. Please let me. You, <laughs> follow us on Instagram at Crying in Public Podcast. Podcast. Well, and yeah. on TikTok. <laughs> At Crying in Public Podcast. Follow us on YouTube. We're the second thing that comes up when you look up Crying in Public, but you'll see it. You're still, you'll, you'll see our logo. Let me do that again. On YouTube, we're the second thing that comes up, and you will see our logo, so you'll know it's us. And you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, wherever you get your podcasts. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. What's the thing? Oh, shit happened. We're going to a clean version because this is for interviews. We're going to a clean version because you're doing memes. Life occurs. Life occurs at some point in your life. Perhaps you may as well shed a tear and an emotion about it. Okay, we're going to do, we're starting this as a thing now since the first time we're actually going to do it. Life happens. Might as well cry about it. Oh, I should get together. Okay, sorry, sorry. Life happens. Might as well cry about it. Crying in public. Okay, check out our full episodes every Thursday. And our video episodes on YouTube every Sunday. Peace out. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.